0: This episode is brought to you by my free five-day Book More Birthdays Challenge. If you're a business owner that books children's parties or events, whether you're a physical location or a mobile business, I want to help you create a rock-solid plan to book out your birthday calendar for 2022 and beyond in just five days beginning February 7th. So head to the show notes or episode description to join us now. First, we're going to audit our current strategies, crunch all the numbers, figure out how we could be better attracting our most ideal clients, you know, the ones who not only gladly and readily pay your full prices, but also who you love working with, and then create a plan to execute the strategy to book out our calendars and empower and excite our teams to be integral parts of the process. Join me for five days of value-packed information inside a closed, participant-only Facebook group beginning February 7th. Head to the show notes and join us now. If you own or manage an indoor play center or really any business that serves local kids and families, and you want to operate with more ease and joy all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for small but mighty tips every weekday that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play-based business. So as I mentioned in my last episode, one of the hardest things you'll deal with as a business owner, especially one that serves kids and families, is negative comments and reviews. Even if you do everything right and your facility is perfect, it's just the reality. Now, I've made mistakes in this in this area that still haunt me to this day, so I want you to learn from my experience here and follow these quick tips, and you'll prevent yourself from making the same mistakes that I did. And by the way, this is an abbreviated version of a full podcast episode I did on my other show, so I'm going to link to the full version packed with stories and examples in the show notes just in case you need a little more solidarity after listening. All right, tip number one, never respond immediately. And this is the most important tip. The person at the other end of the keyboard is hoping you respond immediately in a non-professional manner. This will only fuel their fire and add legitimacy to whatever their review was. As I have learned, this is not the time to put the customer on trial or show your emotions. It's the time to diffuse the situation. And I know you're going to be super tempted to come with receipts and make the customer look like the bad guy and be really clever and witty in your response because they go viral as posts sometimes. But I promise you, while you may get a few pats on the back and laughs from your peers when you respond in that manner, your peers are not the ones paying your bills. And we're going to talk a little bit more about who you should be considering when you leave those types of responses in a minute. But first, tip number two, validate and empathize with the customer's feelings. So one of the best ways to handle an angry customer and attempt to retain them as a client is to validate their feelings and empathize with their frustration. Because Remember, most people who post angry reviews are actually projecting their feelings about either themselves or another area of their lives in which they're struggling. So again, remember, hurt people hurt people and businesses. Try and remember that almost anyone who truly flies off the handle on social media or a review app feels as though they're losing control in another area of their lives and are desperately trying to regain it by submitting their quote unquote, feedback. Empathizing with and validating whatever they are feeling is the first step to successfully handling the situation. Tip number three, leave the details for private messaging and suggest a call. If a reviewer or critic mentions a specific incident or interaction, ask them for more information, but ask them to send you a private message or email so you can better understand what happened but also protect their privacy because showing publicly that you're responding to their complaint and appear to be taking steps to improve based on their feedback will show potential clients, you know, the ones who are actually paying your bills, that you are ready and willing to listen to your customers and ensure a positive experience whenever possible. And it will also prevent back and forth between you and the online critic, which is never helpful for the business owner. And if this person is private messaging or emailing in a particularly furious fashion, try to get them on the phone because these types of critics feel most powerful behind their screen and their demeanor will usually change considerably if you take that barrier away and make a true one-on-one connection and have a conversation. Tip number four, write your response with potential clients in mind, not the reviewers and not your peers. When responding to an unfavorable review or comment online, try to craft your response knowing that there's not much you can do to salvage that customer you're actually responding to, and sometimes you wouldn't want to do that anyway. Instead, write your response as if you were speaking to a potential client who is combing through your online reviews, trying to understand if there are any red flags about your business. Remember, customers try to talk themselves out of buying something typically. If you receive a negative review, make sure that you make your potential customer aware that you value your customer's feedback, accept legitimate, constructive criticism, and operate in a professional manner. Tip number five, if you or your staff did something wrong, admit it and make it right. This one kind of goes without saying, but I felt like reiterating it here. Even if the online reviewer seems to you as the owner as though they're overreacting, it's important to closely examine the source of their anger. Did they encounter a rude staff member? Did you fail to deliver on a promise? Were they overcharged? Have they tried other channels to resolve the issue and have been unsuccessful? Like did they try calling or emailing and got no response or callback? It's crucial to look at this matter objectively. So ask an outside source or a business buddy if you need to. And even if you do not feel you or your business did anything wrong, education can go a long way. For example, if they're angry about a policy you have, take the time to explain why it's in place. And if there is an under, a misunderstanding, ask if you can contact them privately to clarify. Tip number six, do your best to leave your emotions out of it. Remember, even though you may feel as your business is like your child or an extension of yourself, your customers don't feel that same attachment. Typically, they review the business and not the business owner, so try not to take each negative piece of feedback as a personal attack. Even if they do personally attack you, and yes, it's happened to me multiple times, don't sink to their level. If you find this too difficult to do and often feel a sense of regret after dealing with an angry customer online, try delegating this task to a manager who feels less emotionally invested, and I'm going to talk through the specifics in just a second. Tip number seven, don't fan the flames. Many times when a customer has a negative experience at a business, they try to entice their friends and family to bash and review the offending business as well. The more you respond and quote unquote, fan the flames of this fire, the worse it will get. Trust me, this is one I know from experience. Screenshots will get posted, your replies will get shared and the interactions will start popping up into all the groups. And again, you wanna keep your potential clients in mind, you're not doing this anymore to impress or console the person who is on the other end of the screen. And again, the person on the other end of the screen is just hoping that you respond immediately in a non-professional manner. So don't give in. Last tip, tip number eight, establish boundaries and keep doing what you're doing. Remember, it's understandable to be passionate as a business owner. Nothing hurts more than working long, hard hours and making sacrifices no one sees, only to open up your inbox to see criticism that's not constructive, keyword not constructive. We're not talking about someone who has a legitimate suggestion or area for improvement for you. We're talking about the nasty trolls that just have nothing nice or constructive to say. And again, these people have no idea what goes into your business or how much you truly care. So instead of showing them how much you care by leaping into the defensive and then retaliating, show them you care by establishing yourself as the face of your business and a professional and most importantly, a real life person who cares about the people they work with and wants to improve for them. Now, if you struggle with this as I do, your play of the day today is to establish a separate inbox, so a completely separate email address, maybe info at yourbusinessname.com and establish a point person. Maybe it's a manager or a staff member, or maybe even a friend or your spouse and establish this person as a point person for feedback and complaints, and then have them take a first pass at it before you can access the customer sentiment. As we talked about in yesterday's episode, even one unfavorable review in a sea of positive feedback can drain our creative juices and just our overall mood as business owners and hold us back from growing our business and doing our best work. But remember, it would be unfair to the customers who know and love you, you know, the ones who are showing up in your love notes folder, if you quit or stop innovating just because of a few negative reviews. Keep pushing on for them and remember that the people who bite the hardest online are often dealing with wounds themselves. And be kind above all else and your ideal clients will continue finding you. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. If you need to contact me or have a comment or suggestions for future episodes or things you want me to cover, all of my website and Instagram and information are linked in the show notes of this episode. And as always, the best way that you can show support for me or for the show is to leave a rating and review wherever you are listening. It helps me connect with other play-based business owners and invite them into this little podcast community that we, we have created because as always, I always feel we are better together. Dream big, complete your play of the day, and I will see you right back here next weekday with another tip.